0: What is up and welcome back to the You Can't Do podcast. I'm your host, James Bracken. And in today's episode, I will be going over seven of the most common signs of self-sabotage. Now, if you are not already, please go give me a follow at James Bracken IV on Instagram. And if you don't mind hopping over to Spotify, if you listen to this show, if you've enjoyed it, we need to catch up to Apple. I would truly appreciate you if you wouldn't mind. And if you want to start your week off with more intention and more mindfulness in less than 60 seconds, you can get that down below in the show notes with my Mindful Minute newsletter. It is completely free, and I guarantee you that you will get value from it every single week. Now, without further ado, let's hop into this one. What is up, podcast family? Hope you're well. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're all of the things. And I'm excited to hop into this one because, I mean, we're almost one month down of 2023 already, and it's crazy. And I know New Year's resolutions is something that for a lot of people is a big time of year, right? We always look at the new year as new year, new me. Um, I don't really subscribe to that idea because I believe that if we wanna make a change, we make the change at that moment because really true change happens when you decide and you make the commitment to yourself to make the change. But sometimes people need that push. Sometimes people need that that time to, in their mind, realize that, okay, this is the new year. This is the new the new me. This is a time to really make that change. And I get it. So I want to go through seven of the most common signs of self-sabotage because we're one month down. And to really make change this year, we need to show up fully for ourselves. So let's just hop into it. Number one, procrastination. When we put things off for future us, believing that we're going to have the time, we're going to have the motivation, we're going to have the willpower, it really only keeps us where we are. And as a procrastinator myself, I understand that something needs to happen. Like there's, there needs to be a system in place that allows you to get out of the habit of procrastinating when you realize that you're a part of it, right? So the the ideology that I'd like to live by is that procrastination is just putting off the life that you deserve longer and longer and longer. And so the real specific way to get past this is to get more specific. It's to get more specific on what you have to get done, Get it, setting a deadline for when you need to get it done by Because when we go into our days with more intention, and this is why I I always talk about the mindful minute in the beginning of these these episodes, because I understand, right? Like, I get what it's like to put the thing off that you need to do. But I also understand the power of showing up for yourself and truly being intentional and mindful each and every single day. Like, I scheduled recording this podcast yesterday. It is 8.30 a.m. in the morning, and I'm doing it exactly as I was supposed to be doing, because I set out to do it. And so... When you get clear, you get crystal clear, and you start being more intentional each and every single day, the procrastination becomes almost a habit to not do. (laughs) Because when you already have an intention set for what you need to do, when you need to get done by, it becomes a lot simpler to follow through because you already have the intention. And so that's number one. Number two really is in alignment with number one, but it's perfectionism. And this is something that I've definitely struggled with, and it's something that I'm working continuously on with my mentors and coaches this year because unrealistic standards really only lead us to lower self-esteem, higher feelings of failure, and simply staying exactly where we are. And reaching for perfection can paralyze us. And I know if you're listening to this, you've probably felt that paralyzing feeling, whether it's you're you're trying to start a new project, um, maybe you're getting into entrepreneurship, maybe you're trying to start a business, maybe whatever that is, whatever you are holding back on doing, because you feel it needs to be perfect or you need all of the the stars in alignment to be able to take that first step, I need you to understand this. Perfection doesn't exist, and it never will. So I need you to internalize the fact that striving for for perfection is simply your way of procrastinating. (laughs) It's your way of putting off the thing that maybe there's something internal attached to the external. So maybe your work is attached to your self-worth And I know in the creative world, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have anything that you feel your work is really deeply close to you, like whether it's content or music or a book or whatever that is, whatever that thing that you're putting off, you have to realize that you are not your work. And the more that you strive for perfection, the more that you strengthen the muscle of believing that you are your self-worth is attached to your work. So strive for progress and recognize that failure is feedback, that you're not going to know what you need to do. (laughs) <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of bumps in the road of 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 knowing that we don't have it all figured out and we never will. And every single person that you look up to doesn't either. They're just taking action anyways. So get really used to taking action anyways this year. Number three is negative self-talk. Now, it is really easy to focus on our weaknesses, our deficiencies, especially when our mind is, Designed to look for the negative, it's designed to look for the problem so it can solve. It's in survival mode at all times. But when you focus on something, you amplify its power. And so when you focus on the negative, and you focus on the negative for so long, that becomes that becomes your reality. And then the self doubt creeps in, and then the perfectionism creeps in, and then the procrastination creeps in. There's so many negative things that come from talking to yourself negatively <laughs> who would have thunk right <laughs> but you have to really take a step back and realize that your brain is like a supercomputer and your self-talk is the program that it runs on but the good thing is about that is that you can change it once you become aware of it we have thousands of thoughts a day and about 90 percent of them are negative and that 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 fact always blows me away because we're always looking for the negative. We try to find every negative in every single um, situation in the world. And so we have to actively look for the positive instead of passively going through life, just not even being conscious enough to realize that we're always looking for the negative because always resorting to the negative only amplifies the negative. And so for every single negative thought that you feel this week or that pops up for you, I want you to think of three positive thoughts to combat it. Because that's how powerful the negative thoughts are. And we have to overcome it with way more positive thoughts. Number three, and this goes hand in hand with perfectionism, but it's waiting for the right time. And there's a quote that I live by that um, me and Jordan Tarver, um, the author of You Deserve This Shit, uh, talked about in the podcast that we just recorded. And it's that a man lives two lives. And the second one starts when he realizes he only has one. And that ideology always stays with me because almost dying when I was born, having five blood transfusions, seeing my uncle and father both pass away at 37, I really internalized this fact that I'm here for a a short amount of time, let's just say. And when you keep mortality in the forefront of your mind, it's much easier to put things into perspective, take that view from 10,000 feet, and to ask yourself, what would I regret not doing at the end of my life? Because that question always is in the forefront because if I put something off, if there's if I'm avoiding something, if there's fear there, if there's something there that's making me not take action towards it, it's probably a sign that I should take action towards it. And asking that question always reminds me that, well, shoot, I probably would regret not doing that, so let me go do it now instead of waiting for the right time to do it because there's never gonna be that right time. Number five, your due to say ratio is completely out of alignment. And I went to a um, coaching mastermind uh, a, year, a year ago, actually today, a year ago in Austin, Texas, and a mentor of mine brought this up in his um, speech, and it was realizing that our lack of accountability just leads to a lack of self-respect. It reduces our self-esteem, and it makes us wanna take less action, because when we say we're gonna do something, we don't follow through on it, our confidence depletes every single time, and if we only have one reputation with ourselves, you are going to deplete your confidence, your self-esteem, and even your self-worth every single time you say you're gonna do something and you don't follow through on it, And then you wonder why you put off the things that you want to do, because deep down, you believe that you're not worthy of achieving them, or you're not capable of accomplishing them, because you don't show up on the small things. And this is why following through on your small habits every single day is so impactful. And this is why I find coaching and and with my clients is the accountability is so massive, because there's no way they're going to put something off. Uh, I have a a testimonial that I'm I'm, um, editing right now, and in it, my client was talking about how he had to go into a a venue to to book a show for his music and prior to working together he just completely put it off like it wasn't even it wasn't even in his brain he just kept putting it off putting it off and so when i jumped into it it was like i expected a text later in the day i i needed to know that he did it like in a week after that that day he booked the show and then he actually did the show his first show ever and so it's like When you say you want to do something, but deep down, you don't show up for it, it hurts you. And it may not seem significant at the time, but every single time is a vote that you cast for this is the kind of person that I am. So if you want to make it easier to follow through, I'm going to challenge you this week to whatever you've been avoiding, whatever you've been saying that you want to do. I want you to take one really small action towards doing it because the small steps that we take lead into massive movement over time. Because once we get in motion, it's a lot easier to stay in motion. Number six, you try to do everything on your own. Now, this might hit some people um, that maybe have the pride in them that they, they only do it by themselves. Um, they only do everything <laughs> by themselves, but I need you to internalize this fact. Someone is where you want to be, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. You just have to be willing to accept the support. And if you want to improve in your life, you have to be vulnerable. You have to embrace the discomfort that comes with accepting feedback and accepting help. You have to be willing to look like a fool to understand how to improve. And something that will even reinforce this is that there's two ways to look at it. If we try to do everything on our own, we are spending the one thing that we never get back, and that is time. Time's is the one thing that we never get back, and it is a finite resource. But if we invest into ourselves, that's the one thing that is, it is infinite. Time's, or money's being printed every single day. And so it's really a question that you have to ask yourself. Do you want to spend time or do you wanna spend money? Because you can have someone help you and you can truly expedite the process. And this is from another um, testimonial from a client is he literally would say that like, it's just a no brainer working with a coach or working with someone that, um, that can help guide you into where you need to go, to help you follow through on things that you need to do and stay on track towards your goals. And it's like expediting the process. It's like if you have someone continuously giving you feedback, having being that external perspective and forcing you to raise your standard for yourself so that you can show up as a better version of yourself, how would you not achieve your goal faster, right? So you can pay in time or you can pay in money. That's all your decision. Number seven, last one, it's your lack of self-awareness. As we spoke about earlier today, that negative self-talk, we have 90% of our thoughts are negative and you're probably not even aware of that. I know for a long time in my life, I was not aware of that. But you have to be able to take an honest look at yourself and an honest look at your life without any attachment, without any attachment to good or bad because there is no good, there is no bad, there is only what our mind creates. And so we have to understand that the easiest person to deceive is oneself. And so if we tell ourselves this story that I'm not capable of this or this is not possible for so long, uh, we stay exactly where we are. We start accepting that as truth and we start hypnotizing ourselves with our own thoughts. And if you want to dive deeper into that kind of um, perspective on things, you need to read the book Think and Grow Rich because you understand that our thoughts are spells. That if we, for so long, tell ourselves a story about this is who I am and this is how I act, mm-hmm. then we will never be able to change our life. And so being able to, again, this is why doing things on your own is not the the, the most efficient way because That lack of self-awareness, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. And when you have someone else giving you that external perspective and giving you feedback to help you understand this is where um, you maybe could have done something different or whatever that comes down to, you have to understand that 95% of the time, we're just going through the motions. We're just doing the same things, thinking the same thoughts, uh, having the same habits. And so if we don't actively, again, this word active instead of passively, if we don't actively and intentionally interrupt that pattern, we're going to go through life doing the same things and expecting the same results. And so these are just seven of the most common signs of self-sabotage that I have found. So I hope this episode was valuable. And if it was, share it on your stories on Instagram, on whatever platform that you're on so that I can share it and we can connect there as well. I truly appreciate you for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.